the snake you're tripping with. Yes, I'm the boss. What is up, Hustle and Fitness Boot Campers? We are back for our second podcast of 2019. And I am Jake, if you do not know who I am. And I'm here with my man, Dave. Hey, no, I thought, I, you, no, who's what, saying it? What, who's saying it? Saying you, it? Are you Dave or am I Dave? Oh my God. Oh my God. This is, we've ruined it. No more podcasts. We're done for the year. Welcome. I like I said, second podcast. You assume we upload these in order. I do assume I, I do the uploading. Jake does no uploading. So he trusts me to upload in the right order. Otherwise... That would just throw people right off. But welcome to another awesome episode where we talk all things, sort of personal development mindset, uh, tips and tricks, and just different lessons we get in our life to hopefully help you dominate and enjoy your life at the same time. Mm. Not just dominate, enjoy it as well. I enjoy dominating. You enjoy- I don't know about you. Do you reckon some people don't enjoy dominating? Maybe. I reckon that'd if be- If you don't enjoy dominating, please message us on some form <laughs> of social media and tell us of this phenomenon that you don't enjoy dominating. Um, we've got an awesome little topic today. It's not going to be a long one, and it's sparked from a little interaction this morning from me, in fact. But today's topic is don't believe everything you think, which mm. sounds a bit funny at first. What do I mean by that, Mr. Turnbull? What do I mean? Well, essentially, what we're talking about today is questioning your own beliefs, questioning the things that you're actually thinking, and really asking yourself, where did these ideas come from initially? And how did I kind of get to this particular belief? Because I don't know about you, Dave, but I've definitely held some beliefs in the past that I've then found out were complete and utter bullshit. And that's really dramatically impacted the way I've thought about things. And in particular, that uh, that particular thing that I had that belief about. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 one that's like, I, I think the question, the best question ever someone has asked me things is like, if this wasn't true, how would I prove that? There's always a funny question to ask when you believe something because you think about how someone could play devil's advocate with you. Mm. Have you ever seen people on Instagram arguing about like nutrition or training? Yeah. And they're both just coming through this attitude of like, I've got to find a way to prove you wrong. And they come up with some fucked up way of doing it. And the other person's like, I'm going to prove your method wrong. Yeah. And, and it's funny when we actually try to challenge things. And we were saying before we got on, with your recently in the gym, you kind of had a good example of this where you had an, an assumption or a belief about how something would go yeah. unchallenged, but you kind of went, oh, I'm pretty confident this is what, like, this is probably what's going to happen. And then you kind of blew it out of the water. So share that story. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for a while now, when, when I've been doing sales for new people who've come into the gym, uh, I would always um, do my best to get them in for a strategy session where we sit down, talk about their goals, talk about their struggles and work out the best place for them to start within our gym. So for me, I've always thought that it was quite hard to have that conversation over the phone. Like, uh, I always thought that I needed to actually have them face-to-face to build that trust that I needed to get their buy-in to essentially pay me money for our services at the gym. But recently, um, I heard otherwise. I heard from um, a person that I look up to, um, one of my current new mentors, TJ. He's um, very adamant that selling over the phone is just as easy and saves a whole lot more time, which it definitely does save a whole lot more time. Um, and because I had heard this new belief um, of someone else that I actually trusted and looked up to, I gave it a go and actually started trying to do these, have these strategy sessions, have, have these sales chats over the phone. And I was actually astounded at how, um, how simple it was and how this belief that I'd held for years that I had to sell people face-to-face, I couldn't do it over the phone, um, had been shattered. So it was crazy. Like, yeah, initially... Uh, when I was trying it out, uh, I was a little bit nervous about it because of this old belief that I held that selling over the phone is quite hard. Um, and my old belief was that I can't sell higher price programs over the phone, but 
I completely changed that belief now and now I pretty much only sell over the phone. So it's, it's been like a big change for me. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's been crazy. But I know Dave actually um, had the idea for this podcast from a good experience he had this morning on a very fateful trip to Kmart. Fateful trip. We'll, we'll get to that. But like that's, like, that's just extrapolate that story really quickly. And it's like, as you said, you have to challenge the belief with something. Like if I just said to you, no, nah, man, trust me, selling over the phone's easy. Mm. It, it, it would sort of like dent that belief, but it wouldn't break it you have to go and do it. And once you mm. do something different, it, it makes a difference. And I think like a, like simple ways to relate this to, to most people, like something like fitness, a lot of people have an assumption of like the gym is really scary or working out's really hard yep. or I won't enjoy it or people make fun of me. All these things that, that have just been conjured up in our brain from, from where, who knows, yep. insert reason. And you, you go to the gym and no one judges you and the workout was kind of fun. And you get fitter in like three sessions, you're already like not dying as much. And and the belief goes so quick, right? And yeah. so that that's the whole, that's really the, the purpose of this kind of message is, is to challenge those with some sort of action and realize often we come to these assumptions in our brain and we, and we believe them without actually challenging it kind of thing. Yeah. And it limits, the, the, the end result is it limits what we, do, what we do in our life. So that's just taking away from that really quickly. But my fateful Kmart mm. journey this morning was uh, I went to the K- went to Kmart after going to the gym to get some spray bottles because it's quite hot in the moment in our gym and just to spray clients in the face with water, squirt, 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 <laughs> keep them cool. Went to Kmart, looked on the website. They had these spray bottles apparently and I didn't know where to look. So I'm looking at like, these drink bottles, couldn't find it. And I asked one of the ladies, hey, I'm just looking for these spray bottles. Do you guys have them? Do you know where they are? And she kind of looked at me like, oh, I'd, like she looked doubtful. Had a little look through the drink bottles with me and was like, no, not there. Then she's kind of like, maybe they're in like entertainment or something like that. She sort of said, I think we had them for Christmas or something, but I'm not sure if I've seen them now. She kind of made it sound like I was going on a hopeless venture through Kmart to find it. Mm. And I was hungry and, and I was pretty close to being like, you know what, maybe she's right. Fuck it. I'll just go get breakfast. I'm starving. And instead, I just wandered my way down to that section and didn't find it. And again, was like, whatever. So I asked one more person and I go, hey, do you have these spray bottles? And she's like, yep, go down there. I'll throw. And I was like, third aisle on your right. I was like, you fucking get like in my brain. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Walk down the aisle, turn right, and there they fucking were. And I was like, you stupid, like, first lady, you're fired. No. But <laughs> super simple example that just made me go, like, if I just took that first person's word, because she works here, I could easily go, she works here, she probably knows what she's talking about. Like, you're not at Kmart at 7 a.m. unless you know your shit. And I would have just gone home and not got it. And instead, I just asked one more person. I just was like, maybe she's not right. And it was that fucking easy. And so, su- super simple story, but. Like what, what a simple metaphor for so many things we do in life. You ask someone, oh, do you think this will work? No, I don't think it will. Like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> what if you ask like, the next person who's like, oh yeah, fucking I know Jimbo did that exact same thing and it worked, do yeah. it. And you're like, oh shit, it was that easy. So we challenging people's things and trying to go, all right, how believable are they, et cetera, is really powerful just yeah. to, again, get what you want in the fucking world and out of life when you realize the opportunities are there. Yeah. So yeah. I think something really um, interesting that came out of both of our stories is that both stories had a person in a position of perceived authority. So in my case, it was TJ who has run multiple businesses, multiple successful seven-figure businesses. And so in my eyes, when it comes to business and especially personal training businesses, he's a, a in a position of authority, someone whose opinion I can trust and respect. So I believed his um, his own belief or his advice and that then influenced my own beliefs about selling over the phone. Luckily in this case, that was a positive outcome. And now that is a positive new belief that I've created. In your case, Dave, you had this lady who's working at Kmart. She's there at 7am. So theoretically she works at Kmart. She's there at 7am. She must know what she's talking about because 
you come to that store and you're not going to just instantly distrust her opinion because you are pretty sure the bottles are there. So you've then taken on that, um, that advice that she's given you because she's in this perceived position of authority. But now that can go both ways as we've seen in this, in these two cases. So yes, I think when we're taking advice from people and forming beliefs, it's important to consider how, in what sort of a situation um, are they in relation to this advice they're giving? Are they, um, if you're trying to go to the gym, learn exactly what to do in the gym, you're probably going to trust the advice of someone who's been in that industry for a long period of time, had good successes with different people versus you mate Johnny down the road who's gone to the gym once or twice and is telling you to do bicep curls every day because that's the best way to get gains. So we need to be um, first addressing how qualified are they to be giving this advice and form these beliefs. But then at the same time, even if they are in a position of, uh, of authority in this particular field, we still need to be questioning the advice they're giving and these beliefs that they're imposing on us because whilst they might perceivably, as we've seen in Dave's example with the lady at Kmart, be in that position of authority, they still might not actually have the best advice for us and have the best beliefs for us to take on. And good job showing both ends of the spectrum with that. But like, you should like, yeah, you kind of did that quite well. I was saying like, sometimes they do have a lot of like, you should trust them based upon their position, yeah. but you still do that. There's, a, there's an expression that's like, trust but verify is what because I've read a couple of times. Mm. So it's like, trust someone. I go, yeah, that's probably right. But how could I just double check or yeah. verify that belief? And I've been reading a, a monster of a book, Principles by Ray Dalio. I picked that up on the way overseas and got through about maybe half of it. It's wow. huge. That's and um, yeah, I haven't been taking notes. It's huge. Because if I stop for notes, I think it'll take me like three months. The book um, itself has got to be like just all gold though, right? All gold? Is that a joke or? No. Oh, I thought it was like some sort of pun on joke or something. Like shit. our gold. No, uh, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, like it's good shit. It is good shit. He's a pretty switched on dude. But he talks about um, just when you get advice from like asking yourself how like trying to find the most believable person is the word he uses. Okay. And, and he really kind of goes, the criteria for that is whatever I'm asking them, have they got proof of success with that? And if they haven't, like you said, your mate Johnny down the road who's only been in the gym three times versus the PT who's got like 50 before and after photos. Yeah. That's a proof. That's believability. They've done it before, so you trust them. That's so that right. was what his main was. So you trusting TJ was pretty simple because he's proved results. Yeah. Now this lady, how could I know if she's done it before or not at Kmart? That's right. Knows. Maybe she just but, slapped on a Kmart uniform. You didn't actually verify. Maybe, yeah. Maybe she's, maybe she's undercover for like Big W or some shit. <laughs> and she's just trying to get the goss. <laughs> Who fucking knows? <laughs> the espionage. Maybe she was trying to sabotage your... There's definitely a store. Netflix series of like Big W fucking espionage. <laughs> anyway, what I want to wrap this up with is something practical for most people. And what I mean, and what I think the most practical is is... Where does this show up in a lot of people's lives? And I gave the gym example before. You have these beliefs about the gym from somewhere and that mm. might stop someone ever going to the gym. They finally put their foot in the gym and they're like, that wasn't anywhere near as bad as I thought. Yep. But let's talk about something like, you know, advice you get from your parents when you're younger. We've touched on this on another topic, but things about career path or what's going to make you happy or successful. Again, we, we often, just because they're our parents or something, listen to the opinion of one, maybe two people, which is a very small sample size. It's, it, that's the equivalent of me listening to that one lady at Kmart versus what if I spoke to three, four, five people? And a book that I've talked mm. about before is Stumbling on Happiness. It's an amazing book. And it says that the best way to figure out if you're going to like something in the future is to talk to someone who's doing it and see if they like it and if they're happy. Yeah. And so a great example of that is trust more than just your parents. Ask other people. See other people who are happy. That's probably how it shows up in some people's lives. In a business context, how many people probably don't start a business or think the key to – like if I don't have a big following, how on earth can I make money in business? We've probably yeah. even drifted into that ourselves. 
But if you actually listen to a lot of people, they make they, a lot of very successful businesses haven't fucking bothered with getting a big following or social media in that regard. But yep. that's all we see on the service level is we see someone with all these followers. So we assume if we don't have all these followers, how could we do very well? But like Sam Ovens, for example, I've gone through his kind of funnel. He's a guy who helps people be consultants, has talked about how he didn't even worry about Instagram and Facebook likes or things for the first like two years or three years and built like a multi six figure company because he just ran right ads. That's just getting that's getting to details. The point is that's another example of where belief unquestioned you might assume is true. Mm. I don't have a following. How could I start? Eh, wrong. Trust me. If you talk to enough people, almost all of them had no following and could make sales because they had the right process. They knew how to get to the right people, the right yeah. audience. So I think those are some big rocks that this would turn up in people's lives versus yeah. walking down fucking Kmart and not finding what you're looking for. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and and yeah, I, I think we we've talked a lot about self-awareness and trying to just become very aware of the things that we we're thinking the beliefs that we hold and, and how they're impacting our lives so I, I guess it's just really another taking stock exercise like ask yourself what's maybe one or two beliefs that i've held that aren't really serving my life and how could they actually be in fact wrong what's the evidence that they could be wrong that could be um, a useful exercise for you um, to take home awesome Hope you guys enjoyed that. Do a little bit of reflection on that. Hopefully it uh, got the brain firing. Mm. If you enjoyed this, do us a big favor. Share it with some friends. Let us know. Even go and give us a review. Five Ooh. stars is, of course, that's what I meant by review. Right? Oh, there's review and there's five stars, isn't there? There's just too many things. Just go to go hit the five-star button. And if you want to leave a review, then Jake will turn up to your house. And what will you do at their house, Jake? Um, well, first I'll start by serving them a seven course degustation, um, meal and it's going to be all based around salmon. Salmon, man. If you like your salmon degustation, you're going to want to, you're going to want to five star and review us. Uh, but yeah, share it out guys. And that's all for now. We'll see you on the next one. See you next time. Wide, I keep them long, I keep them fat, I keep them coming back, we keep them coming back. 